I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. We'd like to acknowledge the Ghana people as the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded and produced. Season 12. This is exciting. Welcome to the beautiful nightmare, the podcast for when you are flying by the seat of your pants. You're here with Chanel and Tamara. We're back. Fucking glad about it. Yes, exactly. Season 12. It's been a while. Feels like ages. Oh, sorry. Doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, but we are back on track with a killer season. It's going to be fun. We've got some guests joining us this season. And I think we should have some competitions in there, Chanel. It's just a suggestion. Want to win some stuff? Yeah. Okay. Can we? Yes, I think so. You don't need to ask anyone else's permission. (laughs) Please, Chanel, can we? (laughs) Go to the shop and buy something and then say, you can win this. (laughs) Like some pens from Kmart. (laughs) Some big pens, a Twix bar or something. (laughs) That we've chomped on. Yeah. Yuck. You could get a bit of our DNA on yeah. there. Yeah. Rub it under your boob, get some boob sweat. There you go. Put that in the post. Oh, delicious. No one wants that at all. No, they don't, especially no. in this COVID times. We have some exciting news because we are heading to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Yes, we are. In April. Yeah, April 6 and 7, yeah. which is a Saturday and a Sunday. Yeah. So if you are in Melbourne... And you'd like to come along, please do and spread the word because we'd love to see you there, see our Melbourne fans. Yeah, exactly. Melbourne's an amazing place. So I can't wait to get there. It's super fun. Okay, so we're talking today, we're talking about when people win the lottery. Yeah. What happens when people win a lottery and they win a lot of money? It is, is it essentially a good thing or is it a bad thing? And usually the whole family's involved, so it's what it means for your kids as well. You get this idea that suddenly you have nothing and then you have everything. And we have these moments where we create this delusion of grandeur in our minds of what will we do? We think, oh, well, I know what I do. The minute I get all that money, this is what I do. And you'd mm-hmm. set it all out. Yeah, yeah. But this is what happened to many people around the world, Ed. 
basically everything fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot of fuck-ups, uh, which goes to show the fantasy is often better than the reality. Yes. Hit it. That's what I'm talking about. Wait. Okay, now, from the beginning. The beautiful nightmare. Funny thing happened to me this morning. Actually, it wasn't funny. I take it back. It was scary. Um, I was in the shower and I had my. I must have had my. Are you are you saying the thought of you nude is scary in the shower? Is that where you're going? No. Why would that be scary? I don't know, but that's be where... beautiful, Chanel. <laughs> me nude? What are you talking about? No. I'm sure you're gorgeous. I don't want to look at you with no clothes. Well, I'm on. not asking you. Okay. I was scared. Why would I be scared of myself naked, lady? <laughs> This is going down a bad rabbit hole. No one wants to join you in. Okay, I'm in the I'm in the shower. I must have had my eyes closed thinking about something, you know, having a shower. Anyway, I turn around and Kai's there all of a sudden. He's just there. Like appears. I see, appears. I hate that. And he that. scared the shit out of me. I hate that. And I did one of those ugly, ah! so like naked jump scare, you know. I'm like, ah! Did you, know, you have a shower cap on, please? No, no. Damn it. I was drenched. Yeah, wet Damn through. It. And I freaked Even out. Even better like, with a fluffy shower cap. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. that I'm sure that didn't look fantastic. Did he try and scare you? Did he creep on in there and then wait until you – because was he trying to be, I don't you know. think so. I think he was waiting till I was finished maybe rinsing my hair or something and then I was going to turn around so he could say, hey, tell me about, I don't know, the kids' lunch boxes or something. But that's what happened. What a, no, it, what a lovely thing to be asked. Tell me what I can do in the morning yes. to ease your pain. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So that's what happened. Turned around, got really, really scared. So thank you, Kai. I didn't need that in the morning. Um, but it did remind me of a time where I've scared other people and I because <laughs> I almost had a heart attack. I, back in, um, this is going to sound so lame, choir camp. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> We've lost a bunch of listeners now because they suddenly think you were uncool. Why you can't? Suddenly. <laughs> when was I ever cool? Can we just say, Chanel? I like that you think I was cool, though. I uh, do. I do. <laughs> I think you're very cool. Oh, to oh anyway. thank you, lady. I've changed my opinion now. I'm worried. <laughs> hang, anyway. on. hang on, Miss Look of the Damn Year. <laughs> and your dog's bodice skirt. I didn't win. I know. So what? You were there, lady. <laughs> With your nana going, clapping you. Anyway, another story. So, yes, so anyway, I was at this choir camp. I must have been 13 and I thought it would be funny to go into the dormitory of my friend Samantha Ruggiero, if you're out there listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> Samantha Ruggiero at choir camp. This is getting cooler as it goes on. Why do we remember these people's names from school, mm, right? It's weird. Then I can't remember someone else from last week that I'm yes. – yeah, anyway. So, yes, yeah, Samantha Ruggiero, I thought I will hide in her closet – and wait for her to come in and I'll jump out and scare her. Oh, great. great. So I hid in there, which seemed like a long time. I'm like, you should be coming back by now. Like way too long to the point where you can't get out now. <laughs> like it's too late. You're in there. Must have been about 15 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah, How did you stand it? I really I'd committed. Have been out of there. I committed to the whole thing. She came into the room and I hear her you know, clambering around doing something. I think now's my moment. I almost wet myself, you know, when you're so nervous. <laughs> I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. Do I do it? 14-year-old Tamara. She's been stuck in there for an hour and a half. <laughs> now's my time to shine. And I At choir camp. At choir camp. So I burst out of the closet. In song, please. And No, it was not in song. 
<laughs> no, it wasn't. I burst out and went, boo, and scared her. Boo. Now, she freaked out so much. Like, she started palpitating. Like, she was like, <gasps> hyperventilating. She's on the bed. And it didn't, it wasn't funny. It turned <laughs> into a, are you okay? Like, I was like, are you okay? She was in tears, crying from my jump scare. She was, re- anyway. I felt really terrible because she was like my best friend in the choir yeah. at the time. Well, yeah, radio. <laughs> sorry. Probably Sam. So sorry about that. Anyway, it was fine. We got over it and I was like, oh, sorry that I did was that. Was she cross at you? Uh, n- no, she wasn't She was like, cross. well, that's a crap joke. She was just a bit like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think I'll get through the rest of choir camp now. Thanks, Tamara. <laughs> we get back to Adelaide. Uh, the following week, the camps happened. We were um, at the next rehearsal and I've gone, where's my friend Sam? She's not here. PTSD. I ask... <laughs> I asked the teacher, do you know where Samantha is? She's not, she's not been here tonight. Oh, she had to go to hospital. She's had heart problems oh. and I'm not joking. Heart problems. Heart problems. From you? And not from me. In but G at the major. Time, at the time I thought it was me. I had caught, I brought on some sort of heart problem where she had like a skippy heart or something or whatever you call it, you know, like an irregular heartbeat, murmur, a heart murmur. murmur. And she never oh. came back to choir, lady. She never came back to choir. So you lost your best friend. Yes. Did you go back to choir camp many years later? Yeah. You did. You were still there. I had a new friend there. <laughs> Scared her. She laughed. <laughs> she went off with a heart murmur. I'm the choir camp killer. <laughs> <laughs> one, just because you want the lead part, so you're bumping <laughs> off each one at a time. <laughs> Jesus. So true. Anyway, so I felt really bad. I always You've look done back that on to that. me a little bit. You've done some scares to me. There's actually a video on our Instagram where you've caught me in time. I'm quite easily scared and you've got yes. me at my, um, in my most vulnerable. You've appeared and gone boom. Yeah, I have. I think you've got it in you. To scare people. Yeah, maybe. Can you be scared? Like, can people... Well, clearly. Apart from... what? Well, okay, Kai, once. Are you normally a... Cause jump Dan, scare person. Dan is not a jump scare person and I try quite often and to fail. Scare, do you? Yeah. I think I am. Because yes. I've seen your feet. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're not sneaky enough, see? You're sneaky. you got to do it. Like, in the morning when he's still asleep. Yeah. You know. <laughs> How's it got you bloody kids? You've got to pretend... To be scared because you know they've worked it up and you know I'm, I can see you there. Yes. Or you've told me you're coming and then they've gone boo and you go, oh, woo. Like <laughs> just walk this way, mum. Just walk this way in five seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Very cute. Anyway, it? it is cute. Oh, anyway. So that was that. and Good for you, ladies. Now I'm, I potentially have a heart murmur. So anyway. The beautiful nightmare. For some who have hit the jackpot, their millions become a curse beyond their wildest nightmares, leading to downward spirals, poverty and even death. And while many do enjoy lifestyles the rest of us can only dream about, research has found that 70% of lottery winners end up broke with a third declaring bankruptcy. That's massive numbers. Yeah, 70% is a lot. A isn't lot. It? Yeah. And, and going to the level of declaring bankruptcy, they weren't bankrupt before, but they're now bankrupt now. Yes, made it worse. Yes. Saying 30% were only, yeah, made it happen for themselves. Yeah. They were okay. Ooh, yeah. So ooh, 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 ooh. we've got a few uh, stories to back this up that were, it was reading these, Chanel. You think, how do people do it? But really, 
I think it could happen quite easily once you go down that road. I think it's where greed comes in. Yeah, it changes you. I think it really does. Because that won't change me. I will be humble. I will go and do charity work. I will help my families out. It's all lovely to say, but until you are placed in that situation, you do not know what you'll do. Absolutely not. You know, Kai and I often will have this conversation just for fun. You know, what would we do? And by the time we finish having the conversation, we're actually stressed out. (laughs) I know. Because you, you both have different ideas as well as what you would do with it. Yeah. Kai said, oh, I wouldn't work anymore. And I say, great. And he goes, you wouldn't have to work. I'm like, actually, I would. I want to. Yeah. You know. Want to do something. Yeah, I would like to work. Or I, How's that? So Kai would stop working and you would stop working. You'd have all this money and you'd be in the house saturated with your partner the entire time. Yeah. You would kill each other. I know. Exactly. You've got to do something, right? Something. You'd want to do something. Yeah. That's the other thing. You wouldn't be just sitting around watching Netflix all day. Actually, oh. that sounds good right now. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But yeah. You too would, much of a good thing. It's too much of a good thing. I agree. And then, and then there's the whole family thing, you know, giving it Mm. to your family. Do you tell people? Yes. That's a funny one because sometimes the more people you tell, it says often a little bit more about them than it does about you. So they might be envious. They might be, you know, jealous, those kind of things. And then that ugly side comes out in them and you've, you might be Cool as a little cucumber, but do you know what I mean? Yes. A friendship can break down there because you're off skiing again in Japan and they are just going to the Victor Harbour Caravan Park. No shade, just saying though, if you... If yes. you want to compare if you've holidays. you've got a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in your private jet. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Chanel, what do you think? You know when you would go out with your friends and you go to split the bill? Yes. And you all do it evenly. You're the billionaire. There would be some people that That's... would expect you to pick up the whole bill. Mm-hmm. Or you'd have friends that would be like, oh, well, you, they can afford it. What's? I'm not going to – I've borrowed $10 off tomorrow. I'm not going to pay it back. She's can, got like millions. Can I tell you something? Mm. I went out for a, a lunch date um, many, 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 many years ago with this guy. He was a gay guy, so we were going as mates. He was yep. like, we should do lunch one day. She, great. No worries. His family – are absolutely loaded, so loaded that they've purchased him a Lamborghini, a white Lamborghini. Oh, wow, a white one. Yep. Wow. This is no no the shadow. Albino I can't Lambo. even remember his name. It was because we <laughs> Sorry, I'll tell you why. So we went out for lunch to this restaurant. It wasn't an expensive lunch at all. It was just to this nice Greek restaurant. And because it's lunch, you often don't order what you'd order if it was, say, dinner when you're settling in for the night. Anyway, get to the end. And he goes, should we just split the bill? It was two salads and I think two glasses of wine. Yeah. And he's rocked up in his Lamborghini. Yeah. And I've got a little shitty RAV4 parked far away somewhere or so because it was cheaper parking. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I must admit... He didn't need to at all pay for this. No. But there was some expectation on my behalf that I thought you can't – oh, Jesus, I thought you might – pay for the salad because you've rocked up in a white Lamborghini. But I shouldn't have thought no. that. But at that time, you thought this it. is pre-marriage kids. Yeah, sure. But I did. Th- I did. Yeah. We didn't go out again after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he could have been a broke rich person. Does that make sense? Like, let's just say his family bought him a Lamborghini. Maybe he doesn't have as much money. He might just be working at Oh no, he, no, he spent the whole entire lunch talking about how much money his mum's put in his account because I think they're like oh, specialists in Sydney or something really high up. Okay. Um, and 
an Indian mum and dad and only one child, so he gets everything. And he was going oh. on about, you know, how they've bought him a house and he doesn't have to pay anything. They pay all the bills. Like, and there's me going. <laughs> so I've sat here. Are you going to eat that to cherry tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I might take a doggy bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. I feel yeah. guilty um, ad- acknowledging that. Sure. But it did cross my mind mm. that I was a little bit miffed that he didn't grab my salad. <laughs> it would have been worse if he said, oh, can you pick up the tab? Can you imagine? Oh, 100%. There'd be some people like that too on the other end because often those richest people, the reason they are rich is because they get everyone else to uh, take the tab, you know. Yes. They're paying for stuff. They're tidy. Tiny whiny. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer Mm. because they're too busy picking up your fucking tab. Yeah. (laughs) So see how stressful it is already having all this money. Uh Yeah. You'd have to lie about it. Yeah. Mm, it's an interesting curly one, as it was for a lot of these people um, Yes, uh, that we researched, wasn't it, Chanel? Yes. Do you want to hear this one? Yes. Before they won $2.76 million, which nowadays isn't a lot of money in 2005, that was, that could have set you up for life now. It won't last that long. Lara and Roger Griffiths, Roger, uh, of England, reportedly they never argued. They were really happy. So they won the lottery. They converted um, a big barn house, uh, like, you know, into a a home. Gorgeous. Like would have just been state-of-the-art gorgeous. And then they had uh, a Porsche, not to mention uh, luxurious trips to Dubai, Monaco and New York City. Anyway... Fast forward five years, um, they had a freak fire which gutted their house and they were underinsured. So there's a little quick note to, to anyone out there, check your insurance, yeah. um, forcing them to basically have a, a major renovation bill because their house was gutted. So they hadn't couldn't really afford that. And then Roger was chatting to women online um, and drove away in his Porsche. Because <laughs> he had all the time <laughs> in the world on OnlyFans. On OnlyFans and Lara caught him and it ended their 14-year marriage. Yeah. All of this stuff. So creating, I think the more stuff you have, this consumerism, the more yes. things you tend to have in life can, causes more stress in general, whether yes. you can afford it or not. It's because it's the decisions around it. I find it the same even if like like Kai uh, buys, I don't know, like just accumulating things in the household. I'm yeah. like the more shit we have in this house, the more you've got to clean, the more it has to be serviced, like the damn robovac that shits me to tears. We've got like a vacuum cleaner downstairs, one upstairs, and our robovac. Like yeah. why do we don't need that many fucking vacuum cleaners? No, and you have a cleaner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we have to recharge the damn thing, right? You're recharging and then they break and you've got to service them. It's actually more hassle. It is. So that on a big Are you scale, jealous of me? I don't have a cleaner and I have one vacuum. Um, yes, <laughs> because I tell you why, I have to clean before the cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to put shit up on things and like I'm racing around and getting hot and sweaty cleaning the house before the cleaner comes so yeah. he doesn't think I'm disgusting. That is so funny. <laughs> it's me in the Dyson or it's Dan in the Dyson. It's a one-person job. Get the fuck out of the way. Beautiful Nightmare. Um, William Budd Post won $16.2 million in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. in 1988, so back in the 80s. Yeah. But he was $1 million in debt within a year. And he said he wished it had never happened. It was a nightmare. Because what happened was a former girlfriend sued him for a third of his winnings. <gasps> his brother was arrested for allegedly hiring a hitman. What? To kill him so that he can inherit some of his winnings. Oh, my his God. His own damn brother. See, there's the greed. Can you imagine the hit on you? There'd be people, yeah, kidnapping your kids maybe for ransom. Maybe, yeah, if that's the thing when you tell too many people about it, that yeah. idea of when people get 
greedy and you need to have what you have and it's like, shit. I know. You've got like a little ticket on you saying, come and get me. Yeah. See, I'm thinking the more I read these things, this is not, I'm not ever playing the lotto again. Anyway, after sinking money into family businesses, Post sank into debt and spent time in jail in the end for firing a gun at someone, right? (laughs) His brother, in (laughs) defence. There you go. He goes, I was much happier when I was broke, clearly. Um, so And then it ended, Bud lived quietly on $450 a month and food stamps, for crying out loud, until his death. Wow. wow what a story. What a change in events. You go from, what, some people are happy with it and they've gone from worse than they were before. Yeah. So this one cracked me up. Martin and Kay Tot won $5 million in the jackpot and then lost the ticket. Oh, the losing of the ticket is the worst when you kick yourself in the ass. Oh, my goodness. You would spend the rest of your life going. You, you, you'd probably split up your marriage because you'd be that annoyed with your partner, whoever lost it. You did it. You did it. You did it. You did it. And you would just, that ticket is sat somewhere. What could have been? In a bird's nest. You yeah, know, those yeah, kind yeah. of things. Down but the, but the, um, the sheer anger that's attached to that. Yeah. Oh, Do they get divorced in the end? They've literally put here, it drains the life from you and puts a terrible strain on your marriage. It was the cruelest torture imaginable. Is that what I just said? Oh, my God. It didn't say if they actually ended their marriage or whether they killed each other. Who knows? Oh, my God. I had a friend who actually lost a winning lotto ticket with a substantial amount of money, I think in the thousands, not millions, but a decent amount, Uh, and and the ticket flew out the window. (gasps) Oh! When he was driving, yeah. And he goes, that's my, like, how often would you win in your lifetime? That would have been his one time that he would have won. <laughs> that's a movie. Yeah. Something like that would happen in a movie. You'd yeah. see that they're driving along and the ticket's out the window and suddenly it flies into the um, pot of a homeless person sat on the street and it's changed their life forever. Yeah, suddenly yeah. they've got like a Porsche and a <laughs> all this sort of stuff. <laughs> that's a good news story though, at least, isn't That would it? be great. Yeah. Uh, sometimes these things can turn to murder, like it, obviously. This guy Far had a hit on him, but it actually happened to someone in Canada who walked away with five million. Uh, but she didn't tell her husband how she decided to spend the money. Oh, here so we she, go. Yeah, when Joseph, a gynecologist, <laughs> found out that his wife gave two million of her fortune to a secret child she'd had with another man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it to yourself. A secret child. Like suddenly there's a secret Secret. child. Has she known about this secret child the whole time? Yeah, must have. Like what the hell? Anyway, he poisoned her with painkillers and he he was convicted of manslaughter um, and reportedly asked her family to help foot the bill for the funeral. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I killed her, but could you uh, help uh, pay for the funeral? (laughs) Jesus Christ, more money, more problems. Oh, my God. Yes. That's out of control. That is absolutely out of control. Secret child lady. It's just, it really does show you the the ugly <laughs> side that could come from too much money. I know. You know, that probably the secret child is the one benefiting from this whole thing. Probably walks away with all the money. And then goes, oh, sucks to be you. Oh, my God, baby, I'm a secret child. Oh, my God. How about, like, just a quick <laughs> side note, you're definitely not, um, is when, like, you have, let's say family members pass away and it's very sad, yeah. but then you have the inheritance that comes. That shows a very ugly side to people because you can, and it can split families up, like the 
either the internal family or some of the extra family mm-hmm. members because they get a bit grabby with granny's oh. money or, you know, mum and dad's money. One sibling is does absolutely nothing and the other sibling does ah. everything. But when someone dies, then they're there like, give me, give me, give me. Isn't it true? It's fucking ugly. And that seems to be a common thread in that the 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 person who's looked after their parent the most or yes. feels entitled to more. Yes. Right. And I kind of feel like that's if you've got a very tight will in place, if you've got written in there what you want, it's end of story, You're, yeah. you know, and you update that as you go. Like, hmm, so-and-so was mean to me. All right, update my will. Yeah. Or the people that don't yeah. do it and then it gets left. It would be like throwing a bit of one thing of bread amongst a thing of seagulls, yes. a thing, thing, thing. Or a guinea pig and a sock, same thing. Guinea pig, well, because chaos. No, I'm meaning like when they're all going in together to grab their bit, they're all trying oh, to. Oh, yes. Go, yeah. Not a guinea pig and no, a sock. No, 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 no. Different. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a guinea pig and a sock or are you just happy to see me? Gross. <laughs> Maybe that could be, you know how we say there's a, if you've got a, something in your pocket, maybe that's for a woman. <laughs> have you got a guinea pig in your sock? Oh. Why no. would she have a guinea not, pig? Well, no, a guinea pig in your pocket for a woman. Why? A guinea pig. Because her bush is like a guinea pig <laughs> and it's on fire. It's ready to rock and roll. Maybe? I don't know. I'm not feeling that. Is that a that. guinea pig in your pants or are you just happy to see me? Yeah. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's not going to take off. Anyway. Mm, I agree. Um, but, yes, when people get very greedy around death, death is hard anyway, the death of a family member, a loved one, a friend, anything like that. And then when you have the other side where people are greedy around money, especially if there's a substantial amount. There might only be a grand here or there and it still causes people to be crappy. But when there's quite a lot of money, it's like, wow, you've really shown your true colours, isn't it? This happened to someone I know is that um, two of the siblings got together and sold the house, which is their responsibility Mm. of the uh, the parents Mm. that passed on. Uh, They sold it to a friend for not very much money as in for like 50 bucks, let's just say, sold a house to a friend with this whole plan to then buy it back and sell it. Does that make sense? So they'd make all the money on the house and not have to share it with the other people. That is shady. Yeah, like a real shady deal, you know, really low amount, in cahoots with people. Sure, we'll sell it to you 100,000, this house, yeah. That is shit, the shade of it all. I know, really dodgy. And then everyone finding out about it and being like, what the fuck, but not being able to do anything about it because they were the executor of the will and could, you know, could do it. So they had to share a very, very minimal amount. Far out. Mm. I get really like, I laugh when um, some old granny who's minted and left it all to a cat home and the family go and squabble and she's like, well, you know what, you're squabbling and that's why I've left it to a cat home. Because you're assholes. Because you're assholes and you don't deserve it. And this is a bit of what some of these people were. This mum here, a single mum, mm. Sharon, her name yes. is, won 10 million but eventually returned to her old life. So she had the big house, fancy cars, designer clothes, lavish parties, exotic trips, you name it. And now she's gone back to riding the bus, working part-time and living in a rented house. And loves it. Yeah. Loves it. Yeah. Because it's a simple life. And I think that's our – But the more we have, the, the, the more we want. And I think we're less impressed with materialistic things 
the, the more we get them. And our kids can be a little bit like that sometimes. I want this. I want that because their friends have it or they see it. Or there's some stupid YouTube channel with kids with all this stuff. I had to explain oh to Summer God. and Ollie, these children get these toys for free or they might just borrow them and have to hand them back. Yeah. They're seeing these mansions of these YouTube stars. Aren't they unbelievable? And they're like, I want a big house like that. I'm like, but you can back Jesus. Well, get on YouTube, Summer. Do something good. <laughs> yeah. But it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. don't understand. that They just see these ideas of, wow, and then they go back to their shitty lives according to them. Yeah. And it's a letdown. Well, let's just, yeah, if you are surrounded by all these things, at mm. the end of the day, if you're just sitting there with them, like what's the point of them if there's no one to enjoy them with? It's all about people and connections really, being rich with, I mean, God, I sound like a wanker, but we all know deep down it is. And, of course, yes. money is very helpful if you need to pay off your house. But on that next Unfortunately, level. it is helpful. That next level where it's so much money that you're like, what the fuck do I do with this? You know, I've done all the boat trips. I've done all the trips to Disneyland. I've, yeah. You know, it's going to come to a point where you're like, eh. Hence, a lot, lot of these celebrities who are super duper rich. Yeah, they do weird shit, you know, or they do like drugs. Winona Ryder when yeah. she go when she went and stole. That'll never leave her. I know. Sake. I still love Winona though. Like I love her. She's great. But she is great. Yeah, loved her in Mermaids. That was my favorite film. Yes. that she did. And Heather's Winona. How would you say that Winona? Winona? Like, is it a real? Is it a real name? I've ne- <laughs> I've never heard anyone else called Winona. That's a good point, isn't it? Yeah. Well, maybe she. Maybe that's not her real name because it was like a. You know how they make up their name sometimes. I think her name was Winona because you wouldn't turn around and go, "Your name is Kate." Well, I'm going to call myself Winona on screen. Well, who knows? Well, no, 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 no. There'll be something to fact check later. Mm. Mm, interesting, but yeah, it does lead you down that path. The beautiful nightmare. You know, there were lots of stories of people not splitting the prize money, like in a syndicate, you know, when you go in with your workplace and you everyone puts money in for a ticket yeah, and they've not told, like they've, they've oh, been responsible shit. for the ticket and they've not told people that they've actually won. How's that? If you were responsible for the work syndicate yeah. and you're not asking for proof of the non-winning ticket, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're sat at your desk next to Mike, next to Sally, next to Darren, and you're all like, oh, well, we give all the money to Jan. Jan just sorts it out. And she goes, didn't win again. And we go, oh, back to the computer. <laughs> she, she walks out of the, off the job the next week. Mm, Jan's not come back. What's she doing? Yeah. She's, she's retired. <laughs> she's retired. Jan's well, cashed that's, in. That's what happened, I think, in one instance. And everyone found out in the end yeah. and he got sued. So, again, terrible ending for him. Also a terrible ending for Evelyn Adams. Gambled it all away in Atlantic City. Done. Went to the <laughs> to oh, the bloody so casinos. Dumb. Gone. No, dumb lady. No. Yeah, no. She did. Do you know what? Yeah. I I don't get the whole casino thing because I'm not a massive fan of gambling. But if I have gone and we've won, mm. I always say to Kai, "Can we keep the ten dollar? Like you've won, put ten dollars away, or the what? The amount you started with, keep yes. it in your pocket. Yeah, that's what I do. So yeah. and then I gamble with that money. So at least Little I've pot. walked off with either more or what I came in with. Yes. That's how I... Like a little slushy fund yeah, for yourself. Yeah, that's what I think. Mm. And that makes me happy. I am not a good gambler. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I stand there and pick 
the horses with the fanciest name. I've got no idea. And it's never paid off for me. You know how sometimes someone goes, I just picked the horse because I like the jockey and I da-da-da-da. And I, they won the Melbourne Cup and I got the trifecta and wow, never happened for me. I lose every time. Yeah, yeah. You're not looking at all the stats. She's just, oh, I like that name. And this is even funnier. If I go to talk about something I'd do if I won money and I create this stupid scenario and I try and tell Dan, he squashes it straight away. Stop talking about it. Like, don't even worry. Like, it's not going to happen. Could. I have to buy a lottery ticket first. I like the idea that I'm drumming up this stupid great <laughs> idea in my head and I haven't bought the lottery ticket. I know. How am I going to win? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or if you do, the one time that I have bought lottery tickets, I actually, or scratchies. Yeah. I think I'm going to win every time. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm scratching mm. and I'm instantly disappointed when yes. I don't win. I'm like, what do you mean I haven't won? But the ch- I know the chances yes. are so slim. Yeah. Why? It's, it's just. You get your hopes up. Your mind, the, the ego goes a bit mental. You're yeah. going to win. You're going to win. Yeah. Look at you. Go tomorrow. You've got Sending this. You it out deserve to the universe. it. Yes. It's your ego. Going to win. The universe is probably sat there smiling. You don't at need you it. Going. It's okay. You've got enough good things in your life. You're okay. <laughs> but going back to the casino, I know why. I reckon you'd be scared of the casino and gambling, like blackjack, for example. Mm. Is the maths component? I would absolutely crap it. Because I get scared. I'd just keep tapping the table because it looks good. Yeah. I see them do it in the movies. Tap, no, tap. You can't tap anymore, why, Chanel. That's why you're failing. Because <laughs> you've got to get to 21 and I'm there going 10 plus 11. I'm counting on my fingers and everyone's really fast and the dealer's like bang, bang, bang. Ah, like it all moves too quickly. Can't. You know? And I feel very. You'll find me by the yeah. pool or at the bar. Yeah. Okay, can't. Yeah, exactly. Can't deal with it. It's very stressful. Yeah. yeah counting to 21. <laughs> Never been either of our strong suits, no. is it? Maths? Yeah. Holy yeah. hell. Die but poor. the pressure. You're going to die poor, are you? Yeah, because I can't do maths. No. I'm a terrible <laughs> business person. If you won 10 million, now don't be boring and say, oh, I'll, you know, pay my house off and say, okay, okay. whatever. <laughs> I things. want you to go mental with this. Yeah. You know, this is like you have to step it up a notch. Okay. It's like the the world won't give you 10 million unless you go mental. Okay. Go on. I would buy a few houses that have water slides in the backyard, like a whole swim park in the backyard. I reckon that would be fun. I've seen them on TV, so yes. I would probably buy something like that. I think I would probably buy an island, like a small one. <laughs> just a this is small one. <laughs> one that costs and, $30. And not a shit one either. Like one you can get to, not one that's not got cliffs and, you know, you can't get there. Uh, but I think I would most likely, and this is probably going to be boring for you, but I'd love to open like some sort of school or, you know, like a learning, something that can benefit other people. And maybe you know, teach you maths. Great. That can teach me <laughs> maths. Tomorrow, like I'd invent my own Tamara style of mathematics. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But, you know, like some institution yes. that can You'd help, people, help like an arts centre or I don't know. Maybe a giant podcasting suite that we can open up to the world. That have dolphins that swim under you while she, but whatever, crap, blah, yes. blah, blah. And blah. we can buy like one bazillion listeners. Just buy them like you do Instagram yeah. followers. Yeah, pay people to listen to our damn show. Yeah. That's what I do. They're like, oh. they're bots, Tamara. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> what about you, lady? Oh, I would feel like I'd like to build 
um, a house that's ridiculous. Yeah, that would be. And I'd want to go on all these holidays and fly first class. That would be great. And I want to wake up in the morning the way I want to wake up. So I hear some of these um, podcasts where people say like they're doctors and physicians and really smart, smart people. And they turn around and go, well, when I get up in the morning, I don't rush. So I take my time. I read my book. I get up. I have a sauna. I then have a plunge pool. I then maybe fart and go to the toilet. I don't have children. I don't have children. Yeah, no, no, they're looked after. Like they have all this. Oh, for fuck's sake. They might be a little bit older, but they, and then I make sure I start my day at this perfect time with this perfect meal in this perfect way, perfect time, all this shit. Everything people would love to do, yes. I want to do that. <laughs> you just want to do that every day. I, don't, I want to be able to do my day the way I want to. Sure, without this outside influence yeah. all the time. Yeah. I'd like to have I mean, the most wonderful I mean. person live in who's like a housekeeper who also is like my best friend as well. Okay. I'd tell her all my, you know, deepest, darkest This secrets. little PA that we always talk about that yeah. can do all the things. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and my kids love her and she's just wonderful and she cooks these wonderful meals for us at home oh, she and she helps well. with it. Yes. Very yeah. important because I'm not a massive cook. I love eating but... I cook to eat. Yeah. It's just get it done. Yeah. So that's what I do. I'd employ someone like that, pay them a buff ward. You know. Yes. Someone who, the chef thing's amazing. I would love the chef thing, like Oprah has, just can cook all healthy meals. Yes. You know, and the the whole menu's done. You don't have to think. You don't have to think. So if I had someone to keep the house tidy, this this wicked frigging house that I've built, you know, wow, so high your ceilings. It's got wings. It's got wings. For your friends. You never have to see people when they stay over. Yeah. Exactly. And a chef and like a housekeeper and they just, they're the best people. They're your mates. Yeah. Okay. You know, like it's none of this, oh, she's so rich, she's horrible to work for. They'll think that anyway, even if you're nice. They'll be like, (laughs) oh, hi Chanel. Yeah, good to see you today. Fucking rich bitch. (laughs) Even if you're nice. Oh, she's, she can afford to be happy, can't she, and positive and stress-free? They'd find some way to not like you. They would. And then you catch them and you're sweating in your sauna, in your room. You're like, get out of there. Don't sweat all over my, my nice sauna. things. Yeah. yeah. So mm. that's what I'd do. Okay. I want a chef basically because I'm sick of cooking. Yeah, the chef And, and folding if, fucking clothes. Even if, if it's just the chef for a lifetime, I think we've made it. Oh, my God. Great idea. Have a think at home. What would you do with that money? And then know that that dream is not going to happen and it will be squashed. (laughs) Sorry about that. Yes, we've got a great episode that we've shared with everyone. Everyone's just going to feel depressed for the rest of the week. I think it's the opposite actually because it's that nice reminder that you don't need materialistic things to be happy, that no matter how much you get, you won't ever really be happy. You have to find that happiness within yourself, money or no money. It it's it doesn't change you. Going back to basics and living in a cave and caveman days, that's yeah. probably what's about right. Thank you, White Oprah. <laughs> the Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Frankie Media and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. Want to know more about us? Get in touch at thebeautifulnightmare.com or jump on our socials. Wow, you can really make a podcast. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.